Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. If you've ever recorded yourself performing and listened back, you've probably noticed how in many cases your performance sounds a whole lot better than it felt like things were going in the moment. And that's certainly helpful to know, but it'd be nice if our experience in the moment wasn't quite so crummy. Unfortunately, those days when we're having a really positive experience on stage seem to happen so randomly. Is there anything we can do to increase the possibility of having one of those really good days on stage when we're in a more positive headspace during the performance and maybe even enjoying ourselves? There are a number of things that could help, but I recently came across a study that highlights one simple thing we can do. A British team of researchers recruited 60 university students and staff members to participate in a public speaking study. Everyone started off with a short anxiety questionnaire to get a baseline of their anxiety level. Then, a third of the participants engaged in a negative imagery exercise. Another third engaged in a positive imagery exercise and the remaining third participated in a control imagery exercise. Participants in the negative imagery group were asked to recall a time when they had to give a speech to an audience and were worried that they wouldn't do a very good job. They were then given five minutes to imagine giving a speech in that same context, where they perform terribly and the speech goes badly, after which they were asked to describe this to the experimenter as vividly as they could, all the details of this imagined failure, closing their eyes, and really imagining how they would look, sound, and perform in front of this crowd. Participants in the positive imagery group, on the other hand, were asked to imagine a time when they felt like their speech was going to go great, and to also identify what about the speech they thought would be so great. Then, they were asked to not only imagine giving that speech, and to see it going really well, but to imagine and describe to the experimenter the best possible outcome of giving the speech as well. Meanwhile, the control imagery participants were asked to recall, describe, and imagine an experience in exactly the same way that the other participants did, except that their imagery was of a more neutral experience, specifically a shopping trip. Then the participants were told that they would be given 30 seconds to prepare a four-minute speech on the pros and cons of living in London. 
and that the speech would be videotaped to be watched and evaluated later by a group of psychologists. After their prep time was up, they delivered their speech to the camera while the experimenter sat behind them watching. After finishing up their speech, they took the anxiety questionnaire once again, but instead of rating the anxiety they were feeling now, they were asked to rate the level of anxiety that they felt during their speech. They also rated their speaking performance from 0 to 10, where 0 equals not at all good, and 10 equals extremely good. And they also completed a negative thought questionnaire, which is basically to get a sense of how active their inner critic was during their speech. Like, how frequently did they have negative thoughts like, I could lose my train of thought, or people could think I'm boring, or people might see I'm nervous while speaking. And how valid did they think these thoughts were too? As in, when the thought about people seeing them become visibly nervous popped into their head, were they able to dismiss that? Or did they find themselves believing that the thought was true, that people really could see how nervous they were? Lastly, they completed an 18-item behavior questionnaire. This is an instrument used to evaluate some of the outwardly visible aspects of nerves and performance. It has a list of items like confident, relaxed, sweating, blushing, uncomfortable, and awkward. And you're supposed to use a 0 to 8 scale, where 0 equals not at all and 8 equals extremely, to assign a score to each aspect of performance listed. And to get a sense of how accurate the participants' self-perceptions of their performance might be, the researchers had a research assistant watch the videos and evaluate each performance using the behavior questionnaire too. So were there any differences between the negative and positive imagery groups? Well, yes, there were indeed a few interesting differences. For one, the participants who imagined a performance going poorly felt more anxious during their speech than the participants who imagined a performance going well. The negative imagery group also thought they performed worse than those in the positive imagery group. They also thought that they came across as being more anxious. Furthermore, the negative group experienced more frequent negative thoughts during their speech, and also reported that their intrusive thoughts felt more valid than those in the positive imagery group found them. Meanwhile, there's quite a discrepancy between how participants thought they came across in their speech and how nervous they appeared to an external observer. Essentially, both groups thought that they performed worse and came across as being more nervous than they actually did to the research assistant who evaluated their speeches, but the negative imagery group overestimated how badly their speech went to a significantly greater degree than the positive imagery group did. So what are we to do with all of this? There was a moment in one of the episodes of ESPN's The Last Dance where Michael Jordan asks a rhetorical question related to imagery and mindfulness. Something like, why would I imagine missing a shot that I haven't even taken yet? For me, the main takeaway of this study is that what we think about and imagine before a performance can carry over into our mental experience during the performance too. And indeed, like Jordan said, why spend time envisioning something we don't want to happen? Of course, visualizing positive moments doesn't necessarily come naturally, especially backstage, when our thoughts tend to wander off to the bad place. So even though it might feel a little silly to do so, taking a few minutes before lessons, rehearsals, or studio classes to practice some positive imagery scripts like the one used in this study might be a good way to make it easier to get into a good headspace when you need to and pave the way for more performances where it's not just a positive experience for the audience, 
but for you, the performer, as well. You can find links to this week's study and other resources like practice hacks and the audition cheat sheet at bulletproofmusician.com slash blog. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think might also enjoy experimenting with this during the coming week. 